This is Cruise Control. Control. Your on-air automotive magazine with co-hosts Fred Staub and Les Cruise Jackson. Control. Everything you need to know about new and used cars. Control. Industry news. We'll fix or repair your car on the on air. air. Fasten your seatbelts and let us take the wheel. Now, your ride is about to begin Control. because you're on Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Cruise Control. Welcome to Cruise Control Radio. Hello, everyone. It's Fred Staub, and at the wheel of the Cruise Control office, <laughs> over in his own office, laughing away, is none other than Les Jackson, our intrepid reporter, who got an up-close look this week at the Ford Bronco, didn't you? Yes, I'm one of the very few people in the country who got to see the real thing. He even took the engine out and took it home without them noticing. I stole it, yes. (laughs) Well, we're going to hear all about the Ford Bronco. We'll get to more of that in a minute. But we're starting this hour with a question. Is Volkswagen ready to team up with an emerging EV manufacturer? Hmm. Yes, yes, indeed. And Honda cancels a popular model, it's always said, drops manual transmission options, which, of course, will upset maybe four people. (laughs) Uh, And they eliminate a coupe. Yeah. Darn it, darn it, darn it. Big changes to the Honda lineup will tell you what's going on. And Daimler ends U.S. production of sedans. They're still going to sell them here. They're just not going to build them here. Sedan has become a dirty word, hasn't it, Les? Yeah, it's like station wagon used to be. I like station wagon. Too bad. (laughs) And speaking of station wagons and sedans, what vehicle models will be future collectibles? They'll talk about a thing with four (coughs) doors. Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) We'll tell you about that. Haggerty puts that list out every year. And... The Ford Bronco and Ford Bronco Sport are here. As I mentioned, Les got an up-close look at the new Bronco. Ford Bronco Sport was not there, just Ford Bronco. It was not, no, just the Bronco. We've got some pictures of that up on our Facebook page, or on our Instagram, and on our Twitter feed. So check those all out and like them and do whatever you do. Follow us, all that and more. You can find that over at cruisecontrolradio.com, all the links. So Les is going to give us a report, and then later Ford's Mark Gruber will join us with all the details and all the new vehicles. You know what's amazing? There are seven models of the Bronco, and I think five of the Bronco Sport. Uh, used to be there'd be two, three models of any vehicle, right. but now there are tons and tons of uh, models out there. We'll talk about that. All that and more. When we get rolling on this edition of Cruise Control Radio, that is the show you're dialed into. As I said, you can check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We've got pictures over on our Facebook page uh, from none other than Les Jackson, ace reporter. What do you think of it? Well, I have to say I'm impressed. I I thought, um, you know, knowing the old Bronco, which was a very fundamental, you know, thing for its day. Um, this thing's pretty, pretty refined oh. and, uh, quality of paint is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to ride really, really well. All right. And I think people are going to like it. All right. Well, Les will have more impressions after this. So stay tuned. 
Listen to the live feed of Cruise Control Radio every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com to find out how to do it. And welcome back Cruise to Cruise Control. Control. Listen, Fred, we are, well, we're going to talk a lot this hour about the new Bronco. This is a tremendously awaited new product. Oh, yeah. Overdue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for lots of reasons. We, you know, beyond matter. our control, beyond Ford's control. That's right. So, uh, Ford, because they have an office in Washington, government affairs, and they were able to uh, get a Bronco here, bring mm-hmm. it to a sailing marina, and they invited about 20 of us mm-hmm. under very strict regulations. Masks. You were gloves. blindfolded and then dropped blindfolded. off. Blindfolded. <laughs> uh, 15 minutes right. each. Okay. Uh, to look it over. Couldn't get in it. Couldn't touch it because if everybody touches it, you know, well, you Someone know. Someone could get sick. That's right. Um, so I was the uh, third person to to spend time around it. And uh, I, I have to say, I'm impressed. If you looked at, at the grill we were just talking about. They call it a nice encapsulated white. cartridge grill. Well, it just looks like a, it looks like a barbecue grill. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not knocking that. It just looks fine. Yeah. It, by the way, you can see pictures of this with less snapped up on our Facebook page. If you want to follow along, we've got that's right. Some really nice shots Les got of the vehicles. We put a bunch of them up there. And uh, what what's important is that great block, uh, white block letters Bronco tells you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's right there. It's it's handsome. Mm-hmm. If if you look at uh, kind of a three quarter view of it, you can see it's sits high. Um, it's it's uh, real short in the back, obviously, mm-hmm. like the old Bronco was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just nicely designed. It it brings back the old Bronco, but if you saw the two together, there's really nothing uh, identical. Let me ask you, There, there's a styling cue right above the grill where the hood breaks over. Yeah. There are two things that stand up there. They almost look like a cleat from a, a boat like you would tie the boat up uh, that's right that's right and the idea is um it looks like you could grab those and lift the hood up mm-hmm. from the back mm-hmm. but they're just there to grab onto oh they're just a grab thing if you yeah. wanted to get the up the hood opens from the front okay yeah just the design uh, beautiful, I thought... beautiful metallic uh paint like a way. yellow paint yeah once again, you can see some of these pictures up on our Facebook page if you head over there to follow along. That's right. Uh, if you look down at the wheels, uh, one of the uh, real quick, real obvious uh, Easter eggs mm-hmm. that you see, which, of course, are these little surprises mm-hmm. that they put in cars, mm-hmm. all the companies. And you see the uh, axle cap at yep. the wheel has a little Bronco jumping. Right. Um, that was the only one that was right side up. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good picture. By, by the way, big, beefy, nice Goodyear tires. Yeah. Beadlock uh, wheels, it almost looks like, they, or uh, something that looks like a beadlock wheel. Uh, yeah. And and if you look at the rear 
suspension. It's a little hard to see, but uh, double shocks mm -hmm. on each wheel, mm -hmm. lots and lots of travel. So I did talk uh, to the uh, the guy that brought the Bronco in Ford's truck, actually the, the big, big uh, moving truck. And I said, uh, how does it ride? It looks to me like it rides like the Raptor. Which is good. Which is terrific. Yeah. And he said, that's exactly how it rides. It's just dead smooth. Yep. Very which is, cool. Which is important. If you also look at the same picture, um, it's very, very open. Yeah. Uh, the roof panels are off. The side, the windows, of course, the doors are off. Yep. Um, the, we didn't put the doors on. And main reason is they were kind of stored away. But secondly, they are rather heavy. They're about 53 pounds. Wow. And they're pretty big. It doesn't <laughs> it's look a pretty like big, a big doorway. But it's a big door. This, of course, was the two-door. It's also available in a four-door. Um, That's right. Which is uh, interesting, but uh, very impressive-looking. Big wheels. and uh, Yep. And if you look at the back, picture of the back from the back with the rear uh, door open, mm -hmm. you can see, uh, again, part of the suspension, the size of the tires, the stance. Yeah. Uh, that's enough area back there uh, up to the seats that you can put the doors and the roof panels in there. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Well, so you can carry it with you. That's Les's take on the Ford Bronco. When we come back, plenty more automotive news. And later on, we're going to hear from Ford's Mark Gruber about the Bronco. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. For the latest updates on Cruise Control, follow us on Twitter at Cruise Control Rad. That's C-R-U-I-S-E-C-T-R-L-R-A-D. Cruise Control Rad. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio. Back to Bronco in a little bit when our guest from Ford joins us. But now let's take a look at some more automotive stories. Fisker, of course, uh, we know him uh, from uh, some some of his exploits, BMW he designed and his uh, Karma that he right. had a while back that didn't turn out too well. But of course, Fisker is working on the Fisker Ocean, an EV uh, SUV, to be on the market by the end of 2022. Uh, the EV automaker announced plans to issue an initial public offering thanks to a $2.9 billion deal that will see Fisker merge with Spartan Energy Acquisition Corp., which is an affiliate of a private equity firm, Apollo Global Management. Uh, so that means they've got money. And then the other news is they are working... For, according to a Bloomberg report, Fisker is currently in talks with Volkswagen to make a deal to utilize key components of Volkswagen's MEB electric platform. That's the same one that is going to come uh, under the new Volkswagen ID4 crossover that's headed to the U.S. It's not here yet. But they're negotiating with VW to secure a source of battery supply, which would provide Fisker with the benefit of one of the world's largest 
battery procurement supply contracts. So they're putting the chips in place to have this ocean out there. Pretty cool looking vehicle, isn't it? It is cool looking. I, I it's it's just rather um, the grill's a little big, but otherwise it's it's rather impressive. Rather impressive, and uh, I think we could see this happen this time. Sounds like he's got the cash. He's making the moves to connect up with Volkswagen, and we'll have to see if it all works out. But uh, Heinrich Fisker, he uh, he really doesn't take no for an answer, does he? And this is gonna he doesn't probably uh, be something that will go up against the Tesla Model Y, which is their small crossover based on the Model 3 sedan. So uh, Honda, big doings at Honda this week, Les. Uh, this is a bit of a surprise. The Fit, a really nice compact car that has incredible storage on the inside. This has that ability to have a small outside vehicle with a huge storage on the inside, thanks to the way the seats fold and where they put the gas tank and et cetera. Um, this is going out of the U.S. market. Isn't that sad? I'm, yeah, I, I, I liked the fit. It's been around quite a while. It was inexpensive. The 2020 prices range from yeah. 17120 to 21550 uh, and it uh, it seems like small cars they're just not selling here. So you say goodbye no, to not. the fit. It's 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 kind of sad. I I like that little fit. I thought it was a good good uh, way of using space, and it was very handy. But I'm sure it will be replaced by yet another crossover, right? I think we can be completely confident <laughs> on that. that. Uh, manual transmissions in the Honda Accord. No more. Uh, I didn't even know you could still get one of those, frankly, when the man. Obviously, no one cares. No, uh, they have not exceeded 2% over the past several years, the take rate, the number of people that buy one, buy them, despite an overall uptick in volume reported back in 2018. Uh, they just can't drum up excitement about the manuals. They will remain part of the Honda lineup, uh, according to Honda. But uh, enthusiast consumers have long reaped the rewards of this commitment, and those buyers helped make Honda number one manual transmission brand in America in 2019. However, that doesn't mean that they'll keep building them uh, well, in the Accord. Well, I suspect most of that uptake is people just buying the least expensive model. Yep. Honda Civic SI goes, their hot one goes on a hiatus for 2021. And the Honda Civic Coupe body style is being dropped. Hmm. Coupes are not popular. Yeah. I like that Civic Coupe. Yeah. So uh, a lot of, a lot of changes over at Honda, right? Yeah. And uh, none of them that I like. Uh, Also in the decline of the sedans, Daimler will quit building sedans in the U.S. and Mexico to cut costs. A lot of this is due to COVID, the COVID situation. Uh, they were gonna, they're going to halt the output of the Mercedes-Benz C-Class sedan in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, leaving the plant just producing sport utility vehicles. They're also going to stop building the Mercedes-Benz A-Class in Mexico, 
to focus on the new GLB, a new higher margin SUV model. And that's what it's all about. Make more model, make more yep. money with trucks and crossovers. Yep. And uh, that's the way they are going. Now, uh, Haggerty, uh, we like to do this story every, every year. Haggerty puts out the future collectibles list. They got five on here. One of them is the Polestar, the Volvo Polestar. Uh, it is a performance hybrid. Uh, it was launched in 2019. It has a two plus two coupe layout and a low 1500 unit production run. I've never driven one, by the way. Have you? Never have. Its body is made of exotic carbon fiber, and uh, it might end up being the only hybrid the company ever makes. Polestar, they're talking about, obviously, uh, Volvo makes makes them. That's one. The other one is the Cadillac CT6V with that uh, twin turbocharged 4.2 liter V8, the one that has the turbochargers in the V. Uh, that, they say, will be a super collectible. And the other cars include the Ford Shelby GT500 Mustang. Okay. C8 Corvette. I don't agree with just because I think there's a lot being built and uh, they're almost like a commodity. Uh, and then the Jeep Gladiator Rubicon. I don't I don't, don't agree with I that either. Think, I don't think so. I think the Gladiator is overpriced. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's going to be that big of a market for it. Uh, Ford Shelby GT500, I think, might. There's a sure. There, I there's think so. a low low number of them built. C8 Corvette. There's a lot of them out there. Apparently, yeah, but people Corvette's are wrecking them. In, but Corvettes <laughs> always end up being collectible. By the way, did you see? There's another two uh, C8 Corvettes up in the Copart salvage yard. One of them was that torch red 2020 Corvette. Guy brought it into the dealership. The dealer didn't know how to put it on the lift because there's more weight in the back now because of the engine. It fell off the lift, got totally destroyed. Uh, and the owner was really ticked off because uh, the people at the dealership posted photos of it, you know? And I am sure he was he was made whole, as uh, the lawyers say, don't you think? Have to be. Yeah, that, to be. I would say I don't want a, that car rebuilt. You messed it up, you know? That's right. That is your car now. Is that you rebuildable? Give me a brand new one. I think it might be rebuildable, but I wouldn't want yeah. it. Would you? No. Uh, it probably is rebuildable. The frame probably didn't get uh, bent, but I don't want it. It has just 3,419 3, actual miles on it. The engine would probably be good. Sure. Oh, I think most of the actual mechanics are good. What's interesting is when it came down and it hit the supports of the lift, it ripped off the top part of the door. Oh, man, that sticks out. <laughs> it it looked like the guy forgot his key, so he just hacked a hole in the door to open it. But, but terrible. What happens to an employee that does something like that? Oh, they get fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They get fired. Or as I said in a comment, uh, the owner of the shop said, didn't happen here. It drove in like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm sure they they probably have a lot of insurance claims I would, every year. 
also people said these guys are going to be very upset. I'd say you're buying me a new car, you know, and, and, yeah. and then some, you know, for my inconvenience. Hey, when we come back, we got Mark Gruber, who is the U.S. Consumer Marketing Manager for the Ford Bronco. He's going to join us on Cruise Control, your on-air automotive magazine. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. We'll be right back. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. And welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. This was a very anticipated vehicle reveal, the Ford Bronco and the Ford Bronco Sport. Uh, of course, delayed. I believe it was originally supposed to be revealed at the New York Auto Show. Less, we talked about it a lot, and it is finally here. As we were discussing earlier on Cruise Control, you got a chance to see it in person and get an up-close look at it. And we yep. wanted to get even more information. So we have Mark Gruber, who is Ford's U.S. Consumer Marketing Manager. Mark, you had a busy week, didn't you? Absolutely, we did. But uh, it was it was a great week for us to to finally be able to reveal the, the Bronco family of vehicles and uh, show what we've been working on so hard for for a long time to to show it to all the Bronco lovers and off road uh, enthusiasts out there. And, and it is a family. We should just kind of roughly go into each different model real quick, and then we'll we'll drill down into the details. But it starts with the two door Bronco. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the two-door, we've only ever made uh, two-door Broncos. And so even though the market's moved more to four-doors, uh, we will have a, a two-door Bronco. Uh, it'll have the you know ability to take the doors off and top off and all the off-road uh, hardware you need to, to go anywhere you want. And then for the first time ever, we'll have a, a four-door version of, of the Bronco. Um, that's really about carrying more people or cargo, and uh, it's got a great open-air experience. And then uh, we have a new Bronco Sport, so it's a smaller uh, Bronco than the, than the larger two and four door, and so a little bit lower price. And uh, uh, but you know, kind of for those people that uh, want to get to the trailhead or to the to the lake when their adventures start. And we should say that uh, Bronco Sport is not what they call a soft rotor, which is sort of all the looks, but not the not the real goodies to go off road. This is a real off road vehicle. Um, and it's yeah. just smaller than the the full size Bronco. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that. It's uh, it's every bit of a, a Bronco. It's got the Bronco DNA in terms of a appearance and capability and durability. Standard four by four. So it's it's extremely capable. I like to call it the Bronco of small SUVs. Okay. Interesting. Um, when, when before we get back. Uh, to the vehicle itself, I'm sure the dealers would be asking this question if they were on the air with us. Uh, when are will these actually be showing up in dealerships? So the Bronco Sport will be um, arriving at dealers uh, at the very end of uh, 2020 calendar year. Uh, we're taking orders um, for the Bronco Sport uh, right now. And then the, the larger Bronco two and four door uh, we're taking reservations right now on Ford.com. It's only $100. 
And uh, we start the initial uh, deliveries of the Bronco 2 and four-door spring of 2021. Very cool. Okay, just not that far away. No, and let's let's focus on the Bronco for a minute. This is incredible. There, uh, and and we should have uh, if people want to follow along, Mark. There is a specific site for Bronco, right? You have like a micro site up there, I believe, right? Right, right on Ford.com. There's a, a ton of information to to learn more about it and. Uh, you know, the functional stuff, the series, all that stuff. If you go to Ford.com slash Bronco, you'll see all the good stuff. Now, there are seven models, and <laughs> we probably don't have enough time for you to go specifically into each and every model, but kind of tell us a little bit about the range. It starts at 28.5 and goes up for the uh, first edition one, uh, 59,305. Seven models. You don't see that in many vehicles at all. Uh, anywhere today in the in the automotive world to have all that capability and all that uh, custom ability, I guess. Right. So for for this customer, it's you know it's really important that they kind of want to make their Bronco their own. They want to you know all look a little bit different and personalize it. So um, we when we looked at the market and the customers, we identified kind of these seven different series or. Or vehicles, um, so each of them a little bit different. Um, we got a base model that's you know kind of a no frills edition, and you know doesn't have a lot of the the comforts and uh, and modern uh, technology to a, to a point. We certainly still have uh, some uh, modern features like LED light standard on that, but mm-hmm. um, you know that's kind of a basic back to basic one. And you know then we've got more of a luxury version called Outer Banks. Um, we've got a couple, um, you know, extreme capability ones, one called wild track that's set up more for, uh, high speed off-roading and then, um, what we call Badlands, which is, uh, probably our most capable all around. And it's got stuff like, uh, a stay bar disconnect on that. So, uh, a great range of choices, uh, for customers to, to choose from, uh, depending on, uh, how they want to upfit their, uh, Bronco. And and less a lot of these great off-road uh, features come standard. I think it's the first time 35-inch off-road tires are available directly from the factory on every trim, uh, and even beadlock-capable wheels, so you can, can you can air down your your tires to to really take advantage of uh, better traction uh, when you're off-road. Yeah, that that was really important uh, for us that, uh, you know, we were, we're offering um, those larger 35-inch tires. A lot of customers uh, had to kind of do that in the aftermarket today, and uh, we wanted to offer it right from the factory. It got, to, you know, the warranty and the financing and all the engineering behind it uh, from Ford, and you can get that from the very base vehicle on up to the, the first edition with 35s. And it includes uh, front and rear lockers on that, plus the, the beadlock-capable wheels. So it's a, a great package, and we tried to come up with a fun name for it called Sasquatch Package. <laughs> Actually, your names are pretty good. Yeah, they're Big fun. Big Bend and Badlands. And, uh, it, it, what, what impressed me is that even though it obviously is going to practically climb walls it just looks really comfortable now now because of the you know the the 
concerns about the pandemic, we all mm -hmm. agreed not to actually get in it or or touch it because other people would be touching it. But it just looks like it's going to be pleasant to drive. Yeah, I am. I, I think you're right. It's um, you know that we we came in with a independent front suspension on this, um, wow. and um, so we think it's kind of got the best of all worlds where. It's going to be great on-road, just like the original Bronco was, uh, but it's going to be extremely capable in any type of uh, train off-road. So, um, you know, I think once you guys get a chance to actually drive it, um, we're really proud of the steering and the ride, like you said, and it's a great all-around vehicle. Yeah, Les was talking to someone there from Ford, and you were talking about, and something I've experienced, like with the Ford Raptor, that it's got all right. this capability big tires and all that, but it drives, it does not drive terribly at all. I mean, it drove great. It's one of the best driving pickup trucks. And you've less felt that it, this Bronco might be the same yeah, way. The similarities, it, it's just looking at the suspension uh, from an engineering point of view, it's the similarity was there. And I asked, I said, does this thing drive like or ride like the Raptor? He said, yeah, it does. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, that's my daily driver is a Raptor. And, uh, yeah, I think that long travel suspension uh, that you find on, on both the vehicles uh, actually gives you a, a great everyday ride, very comfortable, as you say. Yeah. And uh, you'll be able to, to get that in the Bronco. So it's a great, great combination, as you mentioned. Well, we should talk about the capability to go open air in this. And every Bronco, I believe, gets a removable roof, right? Every uh, Bronco two and four door, yes, uh, gets the removable roof and the removable doors. Uh, so that's was a key tenant for us to have this quote open air where you could easily take off the top and the doors. And we really saw an opportunity to try to make it easier for the customers because it's one of the reasons why you buy a vehicle like a Bronco is you want to be able to do that. But um, if you can't do it real easy and quick then uh, you can't really enjoy it. So the doors are designed to be super easy to take off. You have a single tool, just a few minutes to take them off. And when you take them off, they're aluminum. They've got a grab handle kind of integrated in it. And on the four-door, you can store all four of the doors back in the cargo area. Wow. Which is pretty, pretty unique. Uh, and then when you take the doors off of uh, either Bronco, the mirrors are still attached to the body, so you don't have to worry about, you know, reattaching a mirror. You can you can just use the existing mirrors to obviously see what's around you or behind you. Mm -hmm. So a lot of thought went into that, and similarly on the on the roof, um, you can take off the the roof panels uh, pretty easy, uh, and uh, it just makes for a great experience. We are talking with Mark Gruber from uh, Ford. He's the U.S. Consumer Marketing Manager, talking about. The Ford Bronco, when we come back, we'll continue that conversation. Also get into the Bronco Sport and more. So stay tuned to Cruise Control Radio. Check out some of Les's photos on our Facebook page. Really nice Bronco photos, Les. We'll be right back. Yeah. Cruise Control Radio goes live every Saturday starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. To listen, click the link on our homepage. Go to www.cruisecontrolradio.com. Cruise Control. 
Welcome back to Cruise Control Radio, your on-air automotive magazine. Fred Staub and Les Jackson, along with Ford's Mark Ruber, who is the U.S. Consumer Marketing Manager. We are talking Ford Bronco and Ford Bronco Sport, finally revealed. Uh, and I'm sure Mark is glad he can finally talk about it because, man, Mark, we were seeing this vehicle everywhere. Uh, sometimes without camouflage, I, drone shots, everything. <laughs> it was hard to keep it a secret. It really wasn't a secret anymore. Now we can talk about it completely and openly. Deposits are being taken. At uh, one point, you were saying during the break, we want to make this known that Bronco itself is not sold out, but that first edition model is, Right. Right. So the first edition uh, is one of seven models on the Bronco two and four door. Um, and it's a limited run of uh, vehicles. And that particular series is uh, sold out. Uh, so we're full on reservations on that. Uh, but all the other Broncos, uh, the, the other six series, you can still go to Ford.com and uh, encourage you to do that. It's only $100 to reserve your place in line. And similarly, on uh, the Bronco Sport, um, the first edition series, the limited run of those, the reservations are full on that. But the, the other four series, uh, we're still taking reservations for that. Let's swing over to Ford Bronco Sport. Uh, this is the smaller version of the Bronco, and um, it is a capable off-roader. It's not just one that has looks involved. And uh, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, it's built for a customer, I guess, that just wants everything a little bit smaller, uh, but all that capability, right? Right. It's uh, somebody who, as you mentioned, doesn't maybe need all the um, size and, frankly, might not need quite the extreme capability of the larger Bronco two- and four-door, but they need a rugged, capable SUV to get them and their friends and their stuff to the to the trailhead or wherever their adventure starts. Uh, so standard four by four, um, all of them are uh, four door and uh, extremely capable uh, with things such as um, you know like a uh, twin back uh, rear drive unit um, on the backs with torque vectoring. So just extremely capable off road. And uh, a lot of thought into the vehicle to make it adventure ready. So a lot of clever thoughts on uh, things such as, you know, cleanable and rubberized flooring and underseat storage and LED lights when you flip up the, the rear lift gate so you can see around the, the vehicle at night and around the campsite. So just a ton of clever ideas and uh, features on the vehicle to to make it a, a great partner when you're out there in the wild. How much uh, smaller is it than the uh, two-door Bronco? Yeah, so it's um, it's more similar to like a, a Jeep Compass or Jeep Cherokee or in a Ford Escape. Um, it's completely different um, um, dimension parts than the. Then the Escape, a different wheelbase, a different track width, but it's roughly the size of a Escape and a, a Cherokee. Mm. Okay. I like the idea, too, that it has the two-tone paint with a separate roof with a separate color. I think that looks really great. Yeah. Makes I it like look pretty that. elegant. Well, thanks. Yeah, we call that the Safari roof, and it's got a little kick up at the back, so it's higher in the back, and as you say, you can get it with the two-tone 
And one of the things that that uh, safari-style roof does for you is you can even put two mountain bikes mounted inside the back of your vehicle standing up. That's uh, you great. take the front wheel <laughs> off, but you can stand up your mountain bikes and lock them indoors uh, if you want while you're at work. And after work, you can head out to the trails. Wow. That is really, really cool. And two engines on this, uh, it's either a 1.5 liter EcoBoost with 180 horsepower, 181 horsepower. Sorry to short you by one horsepower there. <laughs> or uh, if you get the Badlands or the first edition, that's a two liter EcoBoost that produces 245. Is the first edition sold out on this one too? Yeah, so reservations are full on the, the limited run of first editions on Bronco Sport, but uh, we're taking reservations for a four series. And, uh, yeah, you got a standard eight-speed transmission, uh, lots of power, uh, lots of, uh, you know, off-road capability. And uh, it's, a, it's a great vehicle for, for those that, you know, want something a little bit different than the, than the crossovers out there and want to, a rugged SUV and with the durability and uh, capability to kind of get them to their adventures. Yeah. And once again, less five models of, uh, of this, yeah. of the Bronco sport, which is amazing. Once again, you don't see that normally you, you see maybe one, two, maybe three, if you're lucky, but uh, it, it talks about customization again. Yeah. Plus, yeah, so plus uh, on top, on top of those series, if I can mention, the, the Bronco Sport has over a hundred accessories we're planning to offer from the factory. Wow! Uh, when it's launched, and on the Bronco two and four door, we'll have over two hundred accessories. So you combine that with all the different uh, trim series, and there'll be millions of different ways you can uh, customize your Broncos. So block out some time when it comes to ordering That's your right. Bronco or Bronco yeah. Sport. You need to do your homework there. And of course you have all of these electronics. These things aren't by any means uh, stripped down. Uh, you've got all of everything everyone expects uh, with, uh, with dash oriented um, technology, right? Right, right. So, yeah, it's a, it's a real modern, you know, uh, rugged off-road SUV. So on the on the bigger Bronco, you can get a 12-inch center screen. It's wow. got uh, the latest version of Sync with over-the-air updates. So just imagine uh -huh. the possibilities on that. And it's got you know front uh, cameras, so you kind of uh, you know can see where you're going uh, uh, off-road or even in the in the parking lot and. Uh, the bigger Bronco's got something we call uh, trail maps, where uh, you can basically download uh, trails um, uh, when you're off the grid and when you don't have uh, cell signal. Um, you use your phone's uh, GPS and it projects right there on the, the center uh, screen uh, for your Bronco, and wow. uh, and off you go. So no taping the map to the uh, the paper That's map, right. trail map to the windshield anymore. Yeah. I don't have to take breadcrumbs <laughs> no. with me. No. <laughs> no, that that is really cool. And uh, I notice uh, it comes with a lot of the safety stuff too that people are really interested in these days, which is which is pretty amazing. Yeah, safety is you know really important for uh, Ford and our customers. Um, you know, one thing I'd point out on the bigger Bronco is. We've got side air curtains uh, um, designed right into that roll cage structure of the wow. vehicle. 
So uh, a lot of thought uh, on the safety equipment, and you're going to find all that modern safety equipment in a rugged uh, vehicle that's extremely capable. Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. Once again, uh, when are they available? Sure. So the Bronco uh, Sport and the Bronco are both uh, available for, for reservations today on Ford.com for $100. The Bronco Sport will be arriving at your Ford dealer uh, late in 2020 calendar year, and the Bronco 2 and 4-door in spring of 2021. Very cool. Very cool. What do you think? Most people will go for the 4-door when it comes to the big big Bronco. Is that kind of where the market's at? Yeah, we expect the majority of them um, to be uh, in the four-door, but uh, I think some of the enthusiasts and hardcore folks are uh, still going to want the the two-door, but uh, uh, the good thing is you you can choose either one. All right. Well, Mark Ruber, U.S. uh, Consumer Marketing Manager for Ford, we appreciate you coming on and talking about the Ford Bronco and Ford Bronco Sport. We look forward to driving driving them. Both of us do. It's exciting. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing some wheeling in the future in these. Right, Les? Absolutely. Uh, we're, we're ready. All right. Well, we appreciate you listening to Cruise Control Radio. Check us out at cruisecontrolradio.com. Time for me to say I'm Fred Staub. I'm Les Jackson. We'll see you down the road. <laughs>